Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. I'm Enrique, Vince, my co-host, and today we're going back west. I love this traveling, Vince. This is this. We don't get tired. There's no jet lag, but we're visiting some special uh, former Navy sailor doing great things with a great foundation. I'll let Vince introduce. Absolutely excited as well. Here, ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat. Here we have another dynamic guest. He is Anthony Doc Amin, founder and CEO of Wings for Warriors in the greater Phoenix area in Arizona. So thank you, Doc, for being here on our show. Let's just start off and tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen, for having me and uh, former Navy friends. I appreciate it. Shipmates. Um, yeah, I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, I've been out here for about 30 years, minus the 10 years I was in the service or eight years. So, uh, you know, when I was in the service, uh, when I had the opportunity to go somewhere, you know, and transition, I went right back home to Phoenix, Arizona. It's just, it's just what I call home. And now I'm raising my family here. And it's kind of crazy that my kids are actually going to the same schools that I went to when I was a kid. So it's pretty cool. Outstanding. Now we're very well aware. We've done a little work on, on your, what your foundation, but can you share with us what Wings for Warriors is and what you guys up to? Should I share what it was and what it now is? Is that okay? So when I started Wings for Warriors, uh, after losing my leg in Afghanistan as a hospital corpsman, uh, I was running to save one of my Marines and um, uh, halfway across the battlefield, I stepped on an IED. And unfortunately that patient, uh, that Marine did not come home alive, nor did my left leg. And so when I came home, God gave me a second chance. And so with that second chance, I was still broken and I came, became victim to a broken healthcare system. So you have a broken wounded warrior falling victim to a broken healthcare system. And I was a doc and I kind of knew how to provide, but now I'm a patient. So I've seen both sides of the healthcare spectrum. And I was like, wow, you know, I was watching the nurses, the doctors, the therapists very closely on how I was being treated as a, as a wounded warrior. And as a hospital corpsman too, I was kind of watching closely their mistakes and what they could have been doing to, to strengthen their, their healthcare providing. And so with that being said, I, I fell victim to a lot of veterans uh, over, the, over the course of the last several years with Iraq, Afghanistan, there's like 52 plus thousand wounded warriors that, um, that were basically, uh, here, let me start that over, I apologize. Over the, over the course of the last several years with Iraq, Afghanistan, you have 52 plus thousand wounded warriors uh, from that era of, of conflict and I was one of I was one of those and after 34 surgeries performed to save my limbs amputation all of that PTSD on top of all of that as well that I was denied my benefits and so I started an organization wings for warriors to help veterans with mainly disabled and wounded veterans with their health care financial legal benefits so that they don't fall through the cracks like I somehow did and then with regards to the name Wings for Warriors, hence the name, we, we provide a travel assistance for veterans, family members, their support teams to basically fly and visit their healing heroes. And as you guys are well aware, like a lot of the veterans that are, that are healing and recovering from their injuries from war, 
it's not necessarily like in their hometown. It's going to be at San Diego, San Antonio, Maryland. And so we basically developed these uh, resources and these partnerships with other organizations. And uh, we made it happen for eight years. And happy to say that we did that for eight years. And uh, as the founder and CEO, I wanted to do something different with the organization as we approached the 10-year mark after serving 5,000 veterans with uh, basically benefits counseling and travel assistance. So now we're a foundation where we find, fund, and fuel four organizations within a two-year period. So every two years, it's going to be another slew of four organizations as our beneficiaries. And now our mission is completely different. So I'm sorry for our guests that are like, what's going on with this guy? Uh, basically, what we do now is offer transformational growth, health and well-being, and uh, really just spiritual fitness. Uh, you know, as a broken veteran, um, I was also broken, not only emotionally, physically, mentally, but spiritually, I was broken as well. And when I found God again and started working on that relationship with Christ, it, it, it did something to me deep within where I was like, you know what? Benefits counseling is cool. Travel assistance is cool. But like, I'm on a new mission. I'm on a new mission. And so that new mission is helping veterans, not just Christianity, but maybe it's meditation, yoga, hiking, uh, just finding their inner self, right? Their inner being and being able to be a productive and uh, uh, person of society that they're, that they feel like they're accomplishing something. And so I, I try to, through this new mission and this new model, I'm trying to help as many veterans as possible with their spiritual fitness. I definitely love your mission and the story backdrop behind it all. Unfortunately, what you and the Marine been through and 53,000 others have been through, but you know, those pain points are real and you have created something that's a need and how are you all holding up uh, based on what has happened in our current pandemic? Great question. So last year for the most part, and I'm I, sorry if I'm rambling, but, uh, the pandemic kind of forced me as an entrepreneur to think differently, to be more creative, more innovative. And that's one of the things that pushed me and forced me to change the model of Wings for Warriors is because, like I said, we did what we did for eight years. And then that ninth year was COVID. And COVID was a weird year for a lot of business owners. And so I just, I got out of my comfort zone and I just, and I just plowed, plowed forward. And I, I, I relied on God as, as my vessel. And I just, just just went with it and just trusted that it was going to work out and it's been amazing the response from previous and former sponsors uh donors supporters new sponsorships uh there's just a lot of love that's happening because of what we're currently doing and and also because of the pandemic if we all can take a moment to reflect on 2020 a lot of our first responders were were working overtime uh healthcare workers, EMTs, paramedics, and you also have firefighters and police officers that were responding to pandemic uh, uh, calls, right? And so something, again, deep within was like, ah, should we be offering this to first responders too? And so Wings for Warriors Foundation offers what we offer to veterans and not just wounded anymore, all veterans and all first responders and their surrounding families. And it's just been amazing and that's so wonderful to to hear that uh, not only did you get to an epiphany right your, uh, your moment of truth and and you find your your 
your platform, your foundation, uh, which is uh, great for anybody. But now you're transitioning. And a lot of people took 2020 to, you know, to look in and say, man, what can I be doing? You guys have uh, restructured your organization. It seems like you're happy with it. So where is it going from here? What do you see, you know, for Wings Warriors uh, in the future? Well, we're actually in talk, and I hate to say this, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm too excited not to share because it might not go anywhere, but there is a, uh, without saying their name, there is an organization, uh, a national organization that, um, that is very interested in bringing uh, the benefits counseling and travel assistance back. Again, it might not happen, but I am, I'm going to trust on God that whatever, whatever he needs, uh, whenever he needs for his kingdom is going to happen, right? So God's timing and I'm just going to trust in him that if it doesn't work out, then there's a reason for it. And if it does work out, then let's go, baby. And so uh, other than that, we're getting really excited because uh, I, I actually just published a, a book. It's called a nonprofit suck. Suck is an acronym. So there's three S's, three, three U's, three C's, three K's. And uh, I don't tell people what the acronym is because you got to buy the book to find out. But it's basically talking about my nonprofit leadership experience over the last decade. And it's mainly a book, Nonprofit Suck, a love letter to future founders. So it's, it's telling future founders of the world what to do and what not to do based on my uh, decade of experience as a nonprofit leader. And um, we have our annual Veterans Day Gala. Last year, we weren't able to have it because of the pandemic restrictions, but this year we're gonna have a, a Veterans Day Gala here in Phoenix, Arizona. And man, it's going to be amazing. We've got a lot of uh, amazing speakers, guests, and uh, entertainers. So it's going to be a good time. We definitely put the put it out there to buy this book. And uh, speaking of leadership, what are we going to talk about? You have definitely have a lot in the nonprofit world, also in the Navy and prior to. So let's talk a little bit about that. Let's peel back the onion. What uh, professional development areas do you work on to improve your capabilities as a leader? Love it. Uh, I kind of have, well, I, I, I don't kind of have, I very much have OCD. And I, I, I thank my parents for it. I thank the Navy for it. And uh, I don't know about my, my kids and my wife, but uh, you know, my OCD, it's my biggest strength and it's my biggest weakness uh, combined. However, with that being said, I have this daily regimen, these da daily rituals that I do and a lot of which is to better myself as not only a man, as a father, a husband, and just as, as a citizen of this world, but, but also as a business leader. And so I go to Twitter. I don't watch TV. I haven't watched TV since 2019, but I like to go on Twitter and there's Inc., Fast Company, Harvard Business Review. I like to read these, um, basically just these morning readings and I kind of flip through it and people think I'm probably like tweeting to them what they should do to better themselves. That's actually not what I'm doing. I'm actually reminding myself these articles that I can re refer to at a later date. And what, what, what happened was it turned into this pattern that people started to follow my little daily patterns on Twitter. And so uh, that, that's something I do. And a lot of time these articles are basically self-improvement, how to not be a micromanager, how to trust your teams, how to communicate, how to have uh, empathy and compassion for people. And um, I'm not only noticing this in my, my professional life, but also my personal life. I'm using these tools and resources that I'm getting from my daily readings. But that is one of the main things I've been doing to better myself as a leader. That and um, 
just making myself available to people. I think that communication is key to grow not only individually, but professionally. And if, you, if you're not communicating with your teams, then there's no growth. And I think communication is probably one of the, the best resources that any leader sh uh, should be tapping into. Yeah. And we uh, launched this podcast on a survey that uh, yelled communication, right? <laughs> Communicated with folks. Uh, and that's how we got started. So, you know, you mentioned a couple of things there that are so critical to leadership uh, and the execution of leadership. Uh, but there's a lot of people out there just starting off, right? They're getting their feet wet uh, in the leadership road. What can you tell emerging leaders something that you learned while you was growing up, uh, both in the Navy and in business that can help them out here in the near future? Uh, I got to think about the Navy for a second, but with, uh, with regards to, to business, uh, I would have to say like learning how to say no and learn how to say no quick, because I think as an emerging business leader, you're going to want to throw as much stuff to a wall to see what sticks as humanly possible. But that's, there's nothing wrong with that, but there is something wrong at some point in your entrepreneurial efforts as you're, you know, as a business leader that you're going to hit a point where now you've got a, a daily rhythm, a weekly rhythm, a monthly, yearly rhythm, and you don't want to lose that momentum because if you take, if you take too much time off from your focus points, you're going to lose that momentum and you're going to lose sales, you're going to lose growth, and you're going to lose that momentum. So I think learning how to learning how to adapt and say no frequently. Um, I said yes really fast to you guys because I love your show. But if it wasn't a show that I didn't agree with and it, it wasn't something that resonated with me, why am I going to waste my time as a business leader? Because I have other things and other team teams uh, team members to, to work with. So I would say to any young professional that's growing a business or starting one, learn how to say no and learn how to say no quick, uh, frequently. I totally agree. And part of that is knowing your own value, right? Value of time, value of money, the value of your self-worth. So I definitely appreciate that tidbit for emerging leaders. Know how to say no, because there's three responses. Yes, no, or maybe, or counter offer. So you got to work with those three. And speaking of that, that comes and emerges different challenges come and we're faced in these times and times and tribulations. How do you face current challenges or ones you currently uh, or past uh, challenges you faced? And to his previous question, this is going to be an answer for both. Uh, with my experience in the Navy, I would say, you know, I had bosun mates. When I first joined, I was a deck seaman. So for the first two years, you know, I had to grow thick skin and I had to grow thick skin, thick skin really quickly. And um, I think to be in, in the business world, you've got to have thick skin. You've got to. And you're going to always have someone that's been there, done that a lot better than you. And I would say for the for those that uh, are, are maybe judging from the inside out, and looking at other people and comparing themselves, don't do that. Like, um, I think, look, God, God developed us all differently and he wired us all differently and he's going to gift somebody and he's not going to gift somebody else with the same qualities and traits. So I think that figure out what your strengths are, know your strengths, know your weaknesses and work on both and prove your strengths. So you can be even better than the next guy at your strengths. And then with your weaknesses, you can, we, we all have room to grow. And I think that uh, having thick skin in the business world is a must. There's no doubt. Or you're not going to survive. 
So thank you. Definitely can't survive without thick skin. You definitely need it to evolve and move forward. And how do you handle challenges? Are you current ones or ones you have faced in the past? Well, I would say nowadays, uh, a lot of it's through prayer and contemplation, meditation, and just having some quiet moments where I can kind of reflect as a business leader on what I'm doing wrong, what I'm doing right. If it's a situation that for whatever reason is, um, oh, let's, let's just use real life. So the last three to four weeks, I've been presented with, uh, with a situation that may go great. It may go super horrible. And um, I, I, there's nothing I can do either way. Like I'm, I'm literally stuck in the middle, like Humpty Dumpty sitting on the wall. I can fall on the left and I can crack. I can fall on the right and I can break my shell, right? The, the best I can do again is to focus on my strengths, know my weaknesses and work and improve on both. And hope and pray that the situation that, that currently I'm up against goes to my favor. And if it doesn't, then hopefully it will allow myself as a business leader to improve on some weaknesses and develop some new strengths, right? Um, so I hope that answers that question. I love how you bring in real world, right? There's no joke happening right now <laughs> because that's, that's the areas where a change uh, happened, right? Whether it's for a positive change or, or a change that may not be so happy, right? But it will still produce some type of result, right? And especially if you look at it from the lens of optimism, right? Even if something happens that I don't like, uh, I'm still willing to take that and see what I can do with that. Uh, and, and that's a great uh, outlook on life. Talking about change, there has to be some type of strategy to uh, not only receive moments where change is going to come, uh, but change the change itself. What strategies do you implement to handle change in your life? Just focusing on, on, on areas that I can improve upon. Uh, I think that absolutely change, change is going to come for all of us. And whether that's, you know, outside of business, friendships, um, relationships, um, opportunities, you know, opportunities is a big one because there's so many things in life that we want and then something comes up and then the opportunity has passed or the oppor opportunities for whatever reason have been postponed. And I think that those are times or opportunities that we can kind of shift our perspective and, and reflect on what changes are, are being presented and how can we change ourselves in the way that we're responding to such changes? And so I think that that's, that's an area of life that right now, again, I don't watch TV. I haven't watched TV since 2019. It's mainly a, pro a, a productivity tool for me personally. Uh, and um, I don't listen to the radio unless it's worship music. I, I, I literally just have a lot of quiet time when I'm not working or when I'm not engaging with my family, friends or, fan, uh, or, or teams. And so I think for me, um, having that quiet time to reflect is, uh, is crucial for me with regards to perspective and how I react to change. Well, you know, 
I want to really thank you for putting together Wings for Warriors. And here it is going on its 10th year. That's amazing. Over 5,000 veterans and family opening it up to every veteran, every first responder and their support network is amazing. So thank you for that. And for our listeners, wanted to either contact yourself, Anthony, Dr. Amin, or Wings for Warriors, or know about the gala, how will they go about doing that? You know, they can visit our website at wingsforwarriors.org. Um, there's a lot of opportunities to give. It's not just financially. You know, obviously we're a nonprofit, so donations, contributions, that's a must in order for us to grow and succeed in our mission. But I would say that, um, you know, as far as uh, if they wanted to find ways that they can help, they can visit our website. They can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and um, our gala coming up is a uh, Veterans Day gala. It's on Thursday, November 11th. It's going to be at the Madison Center for the Arts here in Phoenix, Arizona. It's a very classy venue. It's got a theater. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a movie. We're going to have some entertainment, some music, some desserts, some, some champagne. It's going to be a, a, an amazing event, but mainly to showcase the challenges of the veteran and first responder communities and how our guests can make a difference and an impact in their lives. And a lot of uh, listeners that, that may wanna be able to support us, if you're a business leader, if you're part of a company that has corporate social responsibility and Wings for Warriors Foundation aligns with your corporate social responsibilities, please contact us. There's so many ways that sponsors can give and support our mission. Outstanding. And I know that that gala is going to be a, a hit, not only locally with uh, with the folks that are supporting you, but but those that may want to hey go on a road trip and go see, hey, go get to a fancy uh, venue and, and enjoy the evening. Uh, Doc, I, I really appreciate your service. I really appreciate uh, the longevity of your organization and the mission that you guys have endeavored to uh, to bring to the world. Uh, and folks, uh, we're going to have all his information as part of the video and the show notes so that you can contact uh, Wings for Warriors and see if you want to uh, participate with them, support them. Either way, uh, at least send them a, a thank you for what they're doing. And if you want to contact us, the leadership void at gmail.com is our email. If you'd like to see guests on here, if you would like to ask us a question, about leadership-centric uh, issues. We will gladly take that curated and answer back. Uh, and if you want to be on the show, let us know, and we'll also look at that and give you guys an opportunity. But today, Doc, thank you so much for being with us. I know that uh, you guys have a bright future ahead of you, and uh, we can't wait to follow up and see how far you get. Hey, thank you both. God bless you. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to hearing the great news in the near future. <laughs> and, and speaking of news, we do a couple extra things additional to our Leadership Void podcast. We have one called the Radio Check is a way for us to check in with our battles to see how they're doing on the 1st and the 15th at 1900, which is 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We go LinkedIn Live for 20, 30 minutes. And hey, we're just putting the platform out there and you were just checking in, hence Radio Check. Uh, so tune into those on the 1st and the 15th. Also, we on a subscription goal to reach our 200 uh, goal. Enter, join our YouTube channel. 
the leadership void and you enter in a drawing to the leaders to reach this great book, Standing Your O, uh, the Salute Edition by Scott McGregor. So you will be at that autograph book can go to you. So you'll be a lucky winner by joining and subscribing. And next week we have another dynamic guest doing great things in the military spouse community. So stay tuned for that. But for today, we have the honor and privilege of listening to Anthony Dacamine uh, doing some wonderful things. Wingful Warriors, hope you all tuned in, loved it and, and donate for his cause. Thank you again. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Void Podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.